What's up, Sparkle Squad? Welcome to Sparkle Every Day. So, oh my gosh, you guys, I am so pooped right now. Like, I had Molly today. And for those of you that probably saw on Instagram or know me in real life and know that I had her um, in the middle of the week, it's a Wednesday right now as I'm recording this. And I had her today because my dad and mom had something to do and they needed her to be babysat, essentially. And so she came over last night and you guys, she came in like a bat out of hell. Like she gets so hyped up to see me and it's so cute. I'm the same way with her. I was so happy she was coming over, but it's like so on another level. And like my house is small. She runs in, she does like the same thing every time where she like runs in and she has to check like everywhere in the house, right? So she's like run in the bedroom, nothing's changed there, run in the bathroom. Then she goes to the kitchen she drinks some water. The water's always already out for her. It's like she has an instant like zoomies, but she can't have like literal zoomies in this house. It would be a nightmare. She did it one time when I gave her like shower slash bath and my whole entire house was like covered in water because she just kept zooming and I have hardwood floors and she was just zooming and sliding and like flinging water everywhere. So she can't, she can't have the zoomies here. She has to be contained, but, um, she does it outside in the backyard. So she gets it out, but Anyways, I had her and it's so funny because I obviously don't have children, but I had her for less than 24 hours and I'm fucking exhausted. Like she didn't let me really get shit done. Like usually if we're at like my parents' house or even in the past when she's been here, like she just likes to relax and sleep and I can work on my computer or whatever. So I thought I would get schoolwork done today and like kind of just chill But she was just like, it was not going to happen. So I took her on a hike and that was really fun with my brother. And I'm going to talk about that to you guys in a minute. But, you know, it was really, really nice to be able to like spend time with her. So I'm going to say that first. I'm not complaining. But last night, you guys, she got up three times needing to go to the bathroom. Three. I think it's because she chugged so much water when she got here because she was so excited. And every time, like, I don't fuck around because I don't need her having an accident, like, in my bed, right? So when she acts like she needs to go out, we go out. But it's like we get outside. She wants to, like, sniff the flowers and, like, take a little walk on the grass. I'm like, this is not the time for it, dude. It's 2 in the morning. Like, you got to go. And I always joke around with her, like, that she's going to wake the neighbors up, you know, like me yell. Well, I'm going to wake the neighbors up yelling at her to go pee. So anyways, um, it was super fun to be with her. I, this week in my, um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition School, they actually were talking about how animals and pets really truly do make people's lives better. The serotonin boost and that there was a study where males that had had a heart attack actually had a better chance of like living a longer life after the heart attack if they had a dog. It was like these crazy statistics. Um, Yeah, men who have heart attacks have 5% chance of dying in the first year. If they have a dog, the risk decreases by 1%. So, I mean, I guess it's not like a really big, you know, whatever. But petting or playing with a dog releases oxytocin, dopamine, and endorphins, which obviously decreases stress, lowers blood pressure, and lowers heart rate. And I could totally see that because it's just like that unconditional love. It's also like a purpose, right? Like it gives you something to do and you have to like, you know, take care of them, make sure that they're thriving and you're responsible for this little furry friend. So anyways, we had a great time today. She's actually been on this little like elimination diet that my mom's had to have her do because she was having some tummy issues. Apparently all the women in my family have these issues. And, um, 
And so she's been having these little tummy issues and I'm not able to give her like the snacks that we usually do, like where I give her like a charcuterie dog board that I call, I call it, where I just make her like little treats of like meat sticks and vegetables and fruit and stuff. She can't have that right now. She has to stick to this diet. And it's so sad because the first few times I saw her after this happened, I um was always like, like, oh gosh, like she's, she would look at me sad. Like what's going on? Why aren't you giving me any? Right. But this time it's almost like she's like disassociated herself with food. Like she doesn't like get all crazy about it. Like when I was making my breakfast or anything, like she kind of would just walk in, see what I was doing and walk out. Like she knew she wasn't going to get any. And I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. And like, also as much as I love to be able to give her things, I still think like that's probably better. It's like almost like an, an adult, a human having a better relationship with food. It is nice to see her like not be like sitting there begging or whatever, because I do believe I created a little bit of a monster like that, just giving her like healthy little treats when I would have one. So, um, you know, <laughs> we're just doing our best over here. But it was funny when my parents left last night, she instantly ran into the kitchen where my mom had left her food. And so I was joking that she was an emotional eater because as much as she loves to be here, she does get a little stressed out the second my mom leaves because she's like, oh, wait a minute, we're not just all hanging out, you know? And so she ran really quickly into the kitchen to her food. And I was like, no, Molly, you're not getting any food right now. And so I called my parents. I'm like, I think she's an emotional eater. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. She's Italian, you know? But um, so anyways, so, um, okay. And by the way, I'm joking about her being Italian. It's just my family's Italian. I know somebody's probably like, does this idiot really think she's Italian just because she's in the family? Dude, everyone that comes in my house becomes Italian. <laughs> no, just kidding. So anyways, um, okay, on to today's topic. I feel like I just rambled for six minutes about Molly. The real ones that love Molly will care. So um, I went on a hike with my brother and Molly today, and my brother has been dealing with some stuff with his health for a while. You know, he's gone through a lot of the same things I have with like food allergies and, um, you know, stress and just all of the above, right? And in the past, when I was not as evolved, <laughs> I would always want to like tell everyone in my family like what they should do. And I'm not trying to say that I don't still because I'm very opinionated. But today when my brother was telling me some stuff that had been going on, I asked him, well, what could you, what could you do? And I feel like I asked him the question in the way that the Institute of Integrative Nutrition tells us to ask it. And he just started opening up about like what he could do differently. And I was like, wow, like what a different response than me just being like, you should do this, you should do that. And don't get me wrong, I did make some suggestions because he's not paying me for coaching, right? So I did make some suggestions of like what I, I would do if I was him or whatever. But I think that in life, you guys, we always like assume that when someone's talking to us about what's going on, that they want us to solve their problems, that they want our advice, that they want us to tell us what they would do or what you know, tell us what they would do, whatever, right? But sometimes people just want you to listen and they just want you to like take a back seat for a second and listen to what they're saying so that they could almost like verbally process it. And sometimes they do, like a lot of times because of health stuff and me knowing as much as I do, my brother does want my opinion, but he probably doesn't want it to be like forced down his throat, right? And I'm sure my brother wouldn't mind me telling you guys this, but my brother was like severely overweight for years and to the point where like, I was concerned about him. My family was concerned about him. And there was so many times where he would come to me and kind of like ask me for help, but he wasn't really quite ready yet. 
And I would tell him everything to do. I would like write out a meal plan for him. I would do everything I could to help him because I wanted him to get help so bad. And, you know, he might do it for a little bit, but then he would like fall off. And I remember being like kind of frustrated, like, God, he always comes to me for help, but he like never follows through. Like I would take it personally because I wanted him to get better so badly. Right. But you know, what's crazy is when my brother finally did lose the weight and get in a healthier place, like none of us were technically involved. I mean, maybe eventually he told us like what he was doing and, you know, what, how he was changing his lifestyle, but he kind of just one day just did it you know, and I just want that to be like something that we all think about because, you know, we try to force what we want on people to them. Like, I think you should be living your life this way or that way. And this is what I would do. But really they have to make the ultimate decision. Like no one can change their life because you tell them to, they have to want to, and you could be like a helpful guide. You can give helpful advice when asked, you can give your opinion when asked, but sometimes they just want to have you listen. So my dad is actually really good about this. Like sometimes if I'm venting about something, he'll actually sit and stop and be like, are you wanting me to offer up advice and what I would do? Or are you just venting? Because in the past, he would do what I would do. And he would just instantly tell me like everything that I should be doing and what I was doing like wrong or what he would do. And then I'd be like, no one fucking asked you, you know, like I'm just telling you what's going on. Like, stop telling me what to do. And it would honestly like because I am his daughter, right, and was a kid most of the time when this would happen, I would almost want to rebel. Like, then I don't want to do what you just told me to do because now someone's telling me to do it. Whereas if I come up with a conclusion on my own from having a conversation, being asked these really important questions to get to, you know, a deeper understanding, then I was able to be a little more proactive about changing my life or situations because... I felt like we came up with these ideas together. (laughs) Like this is the new plan together instead of me feeling like I had to be told to do these things. So I felt like today when I was with my brother, even when I got home, I kind of even messaged him and I was like, you know, if this, this and this have been working for you and you've been feeling like it's been working, don't necessarily change anything. Like sit in a meditation Ask yourself, you know, like, what do you think is best for you right now? I think that'd be really important to do. And yes, I'm still giving him some advice there. You guys, he still is my younger brother. Like, it's very hard to, like, I'm very programmed to, to, you know, want to help him and guide him. But I was trying to make sure that he understood that what I would do is not necessarily right or wrong. It's just what I would do. And that ultimately he has to do what he thinks he should do. And his higher self and my brother is very tuned in and spiritual and very self-aware. So he doesn't need me telling, he doesn't need his older sister making his life decisions. He doesn't need anyone making his life decisions or telling him what to do. He needs to remember who the fuck he is and his power and know that no matter what he does, he's making the right decision for him. And he's supported, right? Like no matter what, like I have his back, no matter what decision he chooses, he could do everything I told him not to do. And I would still support him because it's him, right? So I just wanted that to be a little bit of a lesson today. I was, after I thought about it, I was like, man, you know, I feel like both of us have come a long way in like how we communicate, how he comes to me for things, how I respond to him, which we should, right? We're no longer children, right? He's he's actually eight years younger than me. So he's he's quite a bit younger. But um, but yeah, so that was really a good little realization on my hike. I thought I would share it with you guys. I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. I'm going to bed early because Molly wore me the fuck out. All right, bye.